Welcome back to Movie Trailer News Podcast. Your host, Chris, here with Ro. And we are here to talk about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny because why the fuck not? Archaeologist Indiana Jones races against time to retrieve a legendary artifact that can change the course of history. It's directed by James Mangold. Obviously, stars Harrison Ford, uh, Antonio Banderas, Phoebe, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Um, I was going to go see this, but then I got really, really tired and couldn't go see it. So, Ro is going to tell us all about what she thought of this movie. Did you really intro this with Why the Fuck Not? I, it's just like, so here's the thing I, I actually was going to go see this, not because I thought this movie would be good. Not because I really give a fuck about Indiana Jones. I didn't see. I can't remember how like with Crystal Skulls. I didn't see that at all. Uh, and there might have been one other, like not the original set of movies, but um, how many more since I think I know at least Crystal Skulls. And I was like, I didn't see that shit. Only reason why I was thinking about going to see this shit is we live in a time when I'm like, you know what? I could do to see some Nazis getting punched in the face. So that was literally the only reason why I would go to see this film because like I just do not give a shit about uh indiana jones and then the director james mangle apparently came out and said something about how he really wished that wolverine wasn't gonna be in uh deadpool and that oh they're just gonna squeeze as much dude you cannot say that you cannot say they're squeezing too much out of an ip when you're literally doing indiana jones in 2023 (laughs) you cannot do that like like i i I really do want to ask directors sometimes like do you not smell your own shit? Is that what it is? Because I just, like, the things that come out of their mouth sometimes, I'm just like, it is like a complete obliviousness, right? Between this and old boy who did The Flash, I'm just like, y'all really just that oblivious to the everything? Like, why the fuck? Like, they, they, I just think that they've, they, they, I know they were going to cast a Wolverine at some point, but, you know, they should just leave that as too unsacred. Uh, now, back to this Indiana Jones. Okay, but see, with the, the that's the thing about James Mangold. He is unhappy about them doing it because he really wanted to come back with the little girl, and he wanted to keep going. Tough shit. And and he wasn't able to sell it as something that they should sign on for him. Plus, you know, as much as Ford versus Ferrari, twenty nineteen, the last thing he did that was legitimately good. It was good, but it wasn't because of direction. It, it was because of Christian Bale and Matt David. Because I'm but, pretty sure Christian Bale actually learned how to drive car, or drive a race car at that point. That motherfucker is in. We talk about we talk about yeah. we talk about Tom Cruise all the time, but like somebody needs to check on Christian Bale, right? I'm just. Saying. I mean, you know, I mean, like, look, I can't, I can't wait for you to see the new Mission Impossible movie, so we can talk about. Oh, Tom nigga, Cruise. I can't wait. But, uh, like, I see it next week. Listen, listen, I I'm, I'm going. I mean, I'm even I, going to the far enough theater. I might have to get a hotel room. And I'm like, you know what? I'm you know what? Please do not. I'm telling you, I don't care how tired you are. I don't care if you have to leave work early. Slam some energy drinks. Do not miss that screening. No, that's what Especially I'm saying. I'm like, I'm got it. I'm, yeah. I'm going. That's why. That's why I'm taking off Monday because I was like, you know what? I gotta rest up, yo. I gotta. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not well, missing this shit. Yeah. Well, I will say this: Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is a, and I and I say this with no disrespect. It is a standard. Indiana Jones globe trotting type movie that's missing the thing that made those movies really great every time the original first three started coming out. And I liked it. 
it's good, not great. Um, you can watch it without having seen any other um, Indiana Jones movies. You will miss an entire underlayer of things that are going on about the character, but they give you a solid setup. Um, Indy is at college. He's at the end of his career. Um, he's like basically about to be retired. They reset him back into the period where it would have been after he had been doing all of those crazy adventures where, you know, his job in the old movies just always be complaining. He's missed half his classes. He hasn't taught him because he's out here running down the Raiders after the last arc or, you know, getting his heart pulled out by some dude who worships Kalima. But you don't have to know those things. They give you a very forward, linear story about um, him about to retire. His goddaughter shows up looking for something. And she basically gets him caught up in her mess. And from there, shenanigans ensue. Now, I personally feel like the best part of this movie for me was the opening part of the movie because it's a throwback to the past. That's where you get the whole um, Harrison, Indiana Jones showing up in World War II Nazi Germany uh, at a site where he's look, looking to try to protect relics where you run into Eulen Vogler, played by Mad Mickelson. Brilliantly, I might add, we do not get enough Mad Mickelson, so be sad about that. But he does, he, he kind of watched. It's to kick Harrison's ass, so it's good. And so he's a scientist, and he's looking for the dial of Archimedes. And that's how this whole thing starts. Uh, it's a it's a great opening. It's it, you can see some of the CGI AI um, de aging. It's a little much. Um, there's a a weird artificial feel to this time period that they set up. That kind of it kind of pokes at you a little. Like you're like, what's wrong with how this looks? And that's that's totally on James Manigold for like the, the directions and how he set things up. Um, and the technology he wanted to play with. But they used Harrison Ford to de-age him. So he still looked like Harrison. They just went in the archive and pulled his face out. But they 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 resolved the issue of Shia LaBeouf being kicked out of this um, franchise. Very easy. So You know, here's they, the thing. Yeah, I, I understand that. Here's the, I don't even fucking remember Shia LaBeouf. I know he was in it. I know that was the Crystal Skulls. Well, I think it was the Crystal Skulls. I, yes. didn't even give, I didn't even give a shit about it. So that's the thing. They could have not done. If I was them, I would oh. just pretend like it didn't even happen. Oh, no, 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 no. They they pretend like it didn't happen because they just keep saying, my son is dead. And they keep Ooh. pushing. Ooh. Ooh. I, I, didn't even know he played, <laughs> I didn't even know he played his son. So there we go. Yeah. Mutt Williams played his son with uh, his wife, Marion Raverswood, uh, obviously Karen Allen. Um they give a brief explanation and they yada yada straight on through it. And the rest of the movie is about uh, his former partner played by Toby Jones brilliantly. It's almost like a clean pickup if you have seen the old movies to like their little uh, like professor, you know, scavenger hunt for relics and great treasures dynamic. And pretty much beyond that, the movie is the byplay between Indiana Jones and his goddaughter, Helen Shaw, played by Phoebe Walker, Waller-Bridge. And um, I, like I said, it's, 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 it's good. It's not great. And it took me seeing Mission Impossible to figure out what I didn't like about this movie. 
like exactly what was what bothered me about this movie. And it's Phoebe Waller Bridge. I don't like her. <laughs> like her like her character from the outset all the way through is utterly and completely reprehensible. Um the way they designed her, it uh, the the way they have her playing it, they have her tr- she's supposed to be playing this kind of coquettish um of uh, uh 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 you know, grave robbering uh you know, thief grifter and I'm like, "No." Um she lies to Harrison Ford right out the gate. I won't tell you exactly why, because that is the movie. Uh, he gets caught up in some stuff. If you've never seen an Indiana Jones movie, you, one thing you do need to know is they kill people in these movies. This isn't one of those like nostalgia to the 80s where it's like someone looks like they're dead and then the camera turns away. Now, people died in Indy's adventures and they do continue with I the, mean, there was a the famous the, one where he the dude, he pulled a gun on and shot dude. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But, you know, people have this whole nostalgia to the back in the day where sex scenes were clean and relationships were sweet. Also, wait you a know, minute, wait a minute. And also, uh, which one was it? Uh, not Rachel. What, the, um, the one with the Nazi's face melt, melted off. Uh, the um, yeah, that the the um, the Holy uh, Grail. Yeah, yeah. The whole, yeah mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. People, not only did they die, they died horribly. I mean, they 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 so they're Nazis. We so continue fucking. the trend of people dying horribly. Good. Yeah. Kind of yeah, great. I'm, I'm uh, there's action. There's adventure. There's fights. There's close fights. Oh. They get around the fact that Harrison Ford is too old for some of the shit that he used to do with young Indy by having him make very good use of practical props. To keep uh, to like you know get the action and the chaos and all that okay, stuff going okay, hold on. on, hold on, hold on. And um, hold yes, on. hold on, I gotta ask yes. a question. Now. But how yes. many Nazis get punched in the face? Um, a lot. Okay, uh, that's what I just that's the that's the keep that that is what's that would almost got me after a lot of at, just the wholesale uh, Nazi murder. That see that was almost what got me. Even I was dog ass tired to go to the fucking theater. Yes. That was the thing. Because I'm like, at this, in the, in the day and age where I say, when people go, but why Indiana Jones? I go, because Nazis get killed and punched in the face. And yes. I think it was, uh, you know what really accurate did it for me? Because I wasn't going to see this movie. It was when Harrison Ford did that, uh, did that interview and they were asking about punching Nazis in the face. And he was like, Indiana Jones would push people out of the way to be the first to punch a Nazi in the face. And I was like, yes. you know what? Good man, Harrison. Yes. You know what? I'm gonna see this. I want to see this movie now, just because of that. Cause fuck Nazis. You know, there's I, there's a there's a wholesale scene in here where ain't none but Nazis dying. Like, uh, actually, there's the, in the opening act, a lot, lot of Nazis get shot. Um, I think he even pushed somebody off a cliff. See, and that's that's no, the no. He runs someone straight face first into a tree. It's great. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. See, like, that's all, like, at this point, like, I just feel like, when I say, when I start opening this up, going like, oh, we're gonna, I guess we're just gonna bring Indiana Jones back. I was like, you know what, though? If you ask why Indy, why now? I say, because Nazis need to know we, just, we don't we fuck with them. Yeah, you just, we but, just need, yeah, so. But, but, but they, 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 look, they're not here to try to hold your hand through histories. If you are confused as to why Nazis should be being punched, that is not this job's job that's not this movie's job we all know what was going on with the third right this is one of those uh time jump portal jump type storylines i won't go into it any deeper than that because you get it all that stuff works you get a cameo by antonio banderas uh as his old friend the deep sea diver ronaldo he's back um uh salah if you've ever seen any of them uh, the um the 
that one of the older men who is always on his team, played by John Reyes Davies, is back. You are really going to get some of the greatest hits of people who've been in these movies, like Raiders and in other ones. It does not have quite the the Steven Spielberg love of B movie feel because, quite frankly, that's not James Mangold's bag, and you can tell it was kind of a struggle for him to kind of sit in that headspace a little because that's a little bit of what's off to me in this uh, movie and the aesthetic. Uh, the John Williams music is great. However, it does entirely too much of the heavy lifting. So sometimes you get this feel because they turn and rely on the iconic Indiana Jones music, but they haven't actually earned it in the scene. Um, and again, a big part of that is because Helen Shaw, played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, there's a thing about the ensembles that have always been built around Indiana Jones, that even when someone is messy, is chaotic, is all over the place, particularly if it's one of the women characters in his group, there's still something redeemable, there's still something interesting in that that makes it to where you're you are willing to go on this journey with them i spent this entire movie hoping somebody clotheslined this woman i didn't even care if it meant that indy didn't make it home i wanted this woman to die horribly and i couldn't put my finger on what it was that the the way that phoebe waller bridge plays this character fills me with dread that they're going to try to continue <clears throat> to exist in this world even though Harrison Ford says I'm done this is it mm. I'm not coming back as Indiana Jones this is the final Indiana Jones adventure um there she's arrogant in a way that is unpalatable um she tries to be coquettish to play off the fact that she is a lying, cheating, low-down, dirty, grimy individual. She's manipulative because she's trying to play on a relationship, but they don't give us enough to hold on to in real time to feel like it's justified for the way she finesses uh, Indiana Jones into problems. And then there's a bit of cognitive dissonance that at this point, we know who Indiana Jones is, and he's this preeminent guy in, um, you know, tomb reading and, uh, and relic recovery. But there's this bigger kind of mystery going on that involves the U.S. government. And when somebody crosses paths, nobody picks up the phone and someone tells them who Indiana Jones is. So that was a little off for me in the storyline. Um, they have I cannot remember what the black woman's name is who plays in this movie, but she shouldn't have been here. And the first time one of these white dudes with bleach blonde hair who's trying to learn German did some fuck shit, she should have said I'm out, and she didn't. So um for all that there seems to be something compel compelling about Indiana Jones being in his old man curmudgeon bag, and he's all the way in his bag, and how interesting that is, and this tinge of um regret and looking back at your life that kind of really works nothing else sits where it should emotionally for the kind of journey that they've taken us on so when we get to the parts where it's supposed to be vulnerable his scene partner 
is is Waller Bridge and she's and it's Phoebe and she's not compelling. So um when by the time you get to the third act, there's a certain amount of romanticism that's unearned. They've already spoiled the fact that um um Karen Allen makes an on-screen appearance as Marion. Um I think the way that they played that actually worked and I really wish that they had found another way to work to that scene. Um but it's good. I had a good time. I strongly suggest seeing it before you see Mission Impossible because when it comes down to globe trotting adventures, you you, you just don't want to. You don't. I mean, wanna I mean, come on. It's not even up to a debate. I mean, listen, I mean, listen, I'm, just, listen. I'm just saying. Listen, you know, Tom you Cruise watch is my water. is is one of my all time problematic faves. Right? I'm just sorry. The yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, the Scientology shit behind Tom Cruise is problematic look, as look. fuck. That ain't got nothing to do with Ethan Hunt. And that, I, 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 that I, I, motherfucker, when he be running. He yeah, can he make a runner. fucking movie. So, like, we all, I think but, we all know, also know that we're just waiting for the alert to find out that Tom Cruise died in an on set accident. Stop it. Because that motherfucker, I'm just saying, you know, Stop and you're going to be like, he died how he lived. Stop it. I'm telling you right now, there are certain moments in Indiana Jones where I'm really surprised that there wasn't some more behind the scenes leaks of people getting hurt on this set for the stuff that they had them doing. There's like a whole underwater scene, which is like, Ironic now after that whole issue. Um, oh, yo, can I just that, say shout out to VH1 for playing Titanic when I listen, came home? I don't know listen, if that was always the plan or if listen, somebody just being super petty, but you listen, know what? Hey. <laughs> the amount of programming that was not changed in the aftermath of that i'm just like there's that i'm not kidding there is an entire underwater we have to go to find something <laughs> down at the bottom of the sea moment in indiana <sighs> jones and i was like really really i mean ain't, okay. indy, ain't, indy's, it's ain't, not your ain't, fault ain't, 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 indiana jones and harrison ford ain't tell them people to crawl into that matchbox and try to go down to the titanic ain't nobody trying to tell them to do that they did that shit on they paid to do that shit. They did. They did. Mm. There's a young man who plays um, the a kid in this movie. I cannot right now recall his name, which makes me feel a little terrible. Um, he does a heck of a job playing um, um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's uh, Helen Shaw's sidekick in the movie. And it's 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 unfortunate that the energy they weren't having him play off against was more Harrison Ford's than hers. Um, because uh, some of the, some of the, some of the scenes that he's in are actually pivotal scenes and they really work. And her slightly, you know, clumsy self absorbed energy is supposed to be offset by the fact that she plays like she's this ruthless, you know, uh, broker but she cares for this kid. And some of those moments are extremely underdeveloped, but he does a hell of a job uh, with the acting. And I believe what uh, Indiana, the Dial of Destiny opened June 30th, which is the day we're recording this because, mm -hmm. you know, you got a day job and stuff. But um, I think it's worth seeing in the movie theater. I saw it in IMAX? No. I saw it in Dolby. Um, the sound is certainly worth it. I, I don't think the um, I don't agree with all the cinematography takes. 
I do understand why it's getting mixed reviews from critics, but I think it's going to bounce better with audiences than people are anticipating because it is it is a demonstrable Indiana Jones adventure. It's I mean, I personally wish they had focused more on the Indiana Jones Mad Mickelson angle because I found that to be the much more compelling story. And um, it's interesting but there's a big, huge section in the middle to where they're not that 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 that's not the subject. The subject is the hunt for the pieces of the dial of Archimedes in order to possibly travel through time. And it's interesting. It's beautiful. They pick some really great places to have them go, but some of the jokes and the humor don't play. So I wish they had leaned more into the action and the mayhem because that did work. But if Indiana Jones is your bag, I think you'll enjoy it. If you've never seen one before, quite frankly, this is the best one to go see. And and then you can go back and like get a remix of what young Indiana Jones was like. Um, But yeah, um, I think this is the end of the franchise. I think it 100% should be the end of the franchise. I don't think they marketed this movie as well as they could have. And there's plenty of um, plenty of Nazis getting punched. That really should have been the list. campaign. I mean, if they had done that as a campaign, everybody would have gone and seen it, right? It just, yeah, they, they, they could have done a supercut. Just a supercut of all the Nazis getting punched in the face, I think people would have gone to see this. Um, I, I'll be honest, I think, I think a lot of the marketing for a lot of the movies coming out has been not good. Well, like, I mean, we talked about this Little Mermaid. We talked what? We talked about this with Little Mermaid. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the Transformers uh, marketing was okay, but not the greatest. Like the Transformers marketing was all wrong. I like that movie. I like that movie a lot. Quite frankly, it's a better globe-trotting adventure than um, the Indiana Jones movie is. Hmm. They both they, like. I'm serious. The the Transformer movie is a globe-trotting adventure. With the robots face forward. It's like there are two humans, both of whom you don't hate, <laughs> who are central to the cast. Everything else is robots. It's all robots. It's like Optimus Prime and Optimus Primal. I mean, like their teams and then Uncron. And they go from New York and they have to go to Peru. And they've got some uh uh um they've got some puzzle solving uh tomb raiding type shit to do too and and that hits all of the beats and it's i mean the soundtrack is actually even solid too so that's why i'm saying it's like they did not know how to promote the transformer movie because there's less of that human element and they i guess they felt like that would be a problem for people because they don't really understand transformers fans it's what we've been waiting for right. you know until we're all as one homie and they actually finally made that with that movie they gave you big nostalgia from the cartoons they pulled out some iconic lines they uh, rearranged the relationships the way they should have whereas indiana jones this is true it feels from the moment this movie starts when you see how tired and not with the bullshit indian is in this movie you know this is an end of the era movie like the movie starts with him doing some get off my lawn shit, even though he lives in an apartment building, hmm. <laughs> banging on a door, talking about turn down the music. Um, it, it, it there's there's a bit of staleness that 
holds back the big escapades. But I think a lot of that is because of the focus that they gave on the story. You don't have that problem in Transformers. So I, I'll agree that they kind of downplayed Transformers and they should have done different marketing. But I also don't necessarily feel like it's the marketing so much as it is who they made sure had access to their movies and when. Like Indiana Jones premiered at uh, Cannes Film Festival. And a significant number of the people who this kind of movie is their bag, we didn't get we didn't get yeah. press approval to go to France. They didn't we give us it, for that. like right. remote access, right? Right. right. Yeah, I, that was weird too because this did drop early with early reviews and things like that. I was like, eh, I don't think that's the people that are gonna want to see this movie. But okay, right. but they wanted to get ahead of Into the Spider Verse and the flash for getting people to remember this movie was coming out. So having people start talking about this movie in May was a smart move. So it wasn't the, it wasn't the place that they premiered. It wasn't the time that they premiered. It's that the festivals and the studios gatekeep so hard, Mm -hmm. which critics get to see this and talk about this movie. You see what I'm saying? Like I saw transformers at the last minute. Like we got one, like as many screening as they had, they made it to where I had to pick and choose between things to see. I only got to see Indiana Jones because they had an early screening that I found out about by accident. Like there was a screening before the screening that you had to miss. And that's the one that I saw. If I'd had to go to the screening that you went to, because I had that one here too, well, no, neither one of us would have covered it because I, I didn't have it. I, I had no, no gas left in the tank on a damn Thursday for a screener. We usually record on Thursdays. Now they're dropping screenings for us on the day where we typically record and be prepared to make sure that our reviews can go out that Friday early morning. And now we're recording mid-Friday because they're not leaving us time. So it also has to do with the fact that the the the, the watch windows in theaters are shorter. So they have less respect for us. Yeah. And given that they already have a, you know, a low tolerance for non-trade, non-big outlet, non-white critics, it's a bit difficult because they may not necessarily think this thing is on our radar. But I don't know. Well, my mom loved Indiana Jones. That's why I've seen all of the movies, because this was my mom's globetrotting agenda. This, Mission Impossible, this is my mom's bag. And Romance in the Stone is like, I'm telling you, if if... If that Michael, if that Douglas man or his daddy, either the Douglases was making a movie, my mom was making my ass go see it. If Harrison Ford was making a movie, my mama was making me see it. If it was an Indiana Jones movie and it just came on TV, we were watching it. And I think they forget that audience exists, that a lot of us who, you know, we may have cut the cord, but we still watch stuff on TV or a lot of people haven't necessarily completely cut the cord. So when something is dropping or we have access to it, VOD is still a thing. So I think that this may do better with people once they can get their hands on it at home, simply because I don't know whether or not it's enjoyable necessarily to watch with strangers. Like you may want your people with you mm, and, not yeah. a, and not all your people may go to the movies, right? Yeah. Because money. So I, I think I think the Dial of Destiny is solid. I don't think it's as good as they hoped it was. Um, but 
as an end of the era movie, as a wrapping up all the loose ends, as Indiana Jones is giving us one last ride, even with old Indy, like the ways that they compensated for all of that, it bringing back an old style villain with Mad Mickelson playing Junger Voller, kind of tying it in to a time period that makes sense in the U.S. world and relations, because it's around the time of the, um, the moon launch, right? Mm-hmm. Which, which is the time period when the United States pretended that we didn't know what Nazis were and let all the Nazis come here because we wanted to go to the moon. Um, so they make a logical connection for how we get here, but some of the mystique, some of the su- supernaturalness, some of the 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 fun that exists in an Indiana Jones movie is missing, and it's Phoebe Waller Bridge's fault. Hmm. And I don't care what anyone says. Uh, to ten toes down, didn't like how they did the character, didn't like how they integrated the character into the story, and did not like a single part of Phoebe Waller-Bridge's performance. I don't like how she embodied Helen Shaw at all. I wanted her to die. I wanted her to die a lot. I might have wanted her to die more than I wanted Nazis to get punched in the face, if that tells you anything. Just saying. God. Did you say how what the rating on this was? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes? No, yours. Oh, no, I didn't. Six. Okay. That makes sense. So, um, well, you guys have it. That is the review for Indiana Jones, uh, Dial of, the Dial of Destiny. Um, another movie to go see before you go see, instead of seeing The Flash, because that movie continues to crater at the box office, and it is glorious I, to see. I mean, I, I have not taken, I have not taken as much pleasure in a film bombing at the box office <laughs> as I have with the just because of how pretentious these assholes have been about how this movie was so going to be so great and we told them we told them we, we told them it was a stupid plan to begin with and then they kept going with it and they try to lie and play in our faces so it is wonderful to watch this film Crater. listen if you are going to the movies and you're anything like me, um, go see Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Go see Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny. Um, if you're in the mood for an animated movie, figure out whether or not you've seen all the versions of Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Hell, I will even say this, and I know this might be a bit controversial, go see Elemental. I mean, I enjoyed it. I think it's highly problematic. I think that there's a, a bit of tone depth to making um, what on one level clearly can read as a miscegenation and segregation story um, without necessarily investigating how some of those themes are going to play beyond just the immigrant's journey. But it's beautiful. Um, it's got uh, It's got emotional cohesion. Brandon and I talked on it. So if you haven't listened to that review, you can go dig into that. But these are all movies that you should see before you go see The Flash. Ever. Ever, ever. Like, if you're giving your money to movies, don't give it to The Flash. But yeah, it's fallen 61%, Chris. Glorious. It's barely made its budget back. Which means it's not even close to making its real budget back. That's the published budget, so... Wait, what's the budget for that movie? It was like $220 million. 
Oh, then it has not made its budget back. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It it's its oh. production budget, not the real budget. That's oh. what I mean. Yeah. Okay. I will say this: that I have some concern with the thought that Indiana Jones needs to make almost three hundred million dollars to clear its gate. I mean, here's the, I don't give a shit about that. I mean, it's 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the but thing. it's the tr- it's the trend. Right. 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 It's, yes. I mean. Yes. But- Anybody's, I'm sorry. Anybody stupid enough to think that 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 Indiana Jones is going to make a bunch of money out of box office is like is just lying to themselves. So, whatever, you know. But the Flash, I don't know, man. Old people going to go the see Flash. The Flash, though. The Flash. They are. Uh, yeah. They 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 put the just... they put the farm on that. You know, maybe you should have released that Batwoman film. Just saying. Couldn't have been this. Couldn't have been this bad. Might as well have just released it. So I'm just saying. Just saying. The way they should have just wrote that movie off. Mm. 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 But but I, I will say that, um, um, you know, we haven't gotten to talk as much because they've been having us run around trying to get our hands on screeners in times to be able to record. But uh, movies that didn't take that much to make, and, and these are our relative terms, like the blackening was like five mil to make. It's 13.9 to date. I don't really know how you think a movie like The Flash that t- makes that much obscene amount of money is going to make its money back. When five mil movies are barely doing double and they don't have any competition because it's literally the only... It's, isn't it the only like horror comedy that's in theaters right now? What is? The Blackening. Mm, I think so. So if movies that don't have anything that they're fighting against aren't making more than they're the, taking their entire run before they make double their money. In what world did you think The Flash was going to make a third? So, please continue not to see that movie. Go see Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Say, say goodbye to Harrison Ford's Indiana Jones and watch Matt Mickelson and his friends get beat up. Man, they drop a whole statue on Nickus in this movie. It's fantastic. Oh, wonderful. So, <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, make sure you guys go see Indiana Jones and not those movies. So, um, we have. Uh, so, have, I still have to put this uh, into the Spider Verse out on premium. So, I will do that in a second. Um, we were going to have a insanity check this uh, in June. Uh, I had to reschedule it though, so there will be two in July. So, stay tuned. That. We're going to reschedule that insanity check. So there'll be two insanity checks on premium in July as we get ready to wind down premium the rest of this year. So stay tuned for that as well. I, I mm. think we have earned two insanity checks. Yeah, there's so much going on. So again, folks, thank you very much for listening. And until next time, we are out of here. Peace. Peace.